0: Is Courtney Love the granddaughter of Marlon Brando? That's the question in this episode of The Actors Room. Hi everyone, my name's Jeff Trowski, episode 132. Hope everybody's well, sit back, relax, grab that beverage of choice, enjoy it, and here we go. Okay, let's do it. Let's get into this rumor. And, ladies and gentlemen of the actors' room, audience, it is a rumor and a story. And we're going to sort of figure out where it started. And I think most of us out there know where this started, don't we? If we really consider the source or sources surrounding this story, and it's kind of a big story, but then again, it's not. People do know about this rumor, but I don't think a lot of people either have heard about it or believe it. There is a small percentage, though, that do, and that fascinates me. There are people out there that believe that Marlon Brando, Is the grandfather of Courtney Love. And it was brought to my attention recently by a very awesome person who listens to my show. And he um, messaged me, contacted me, and brought this to my attention again. Throwing it out there, you know, this story. And of course I told him, I said, you know, I've heard of this years ago. And I sort of laughed it off thinking, no, (laughs) it's just, I just didn't see it. it. Something that just never really made sense to me. So I didn't look into it, but, uh, I have to sort of look into it because in this show, I talk about Brando a lot. Um, I find him fascinating and because it was sort of brought to my attention again, um, I'm thinking, There are people out there, there has to be, that believe this. So, me not believing it, I'm going to look into it and see if it makes sense. See if it's possible. Uh, See what Courtney Love has said and then do my research and come back with my solution, my opinion. Uh, I think it's fact. Um, But let's go ahead We'll dive into this, right? Um, And I want to say first off, the number one thing I do in these situations of, oh, I think I might be related to this person. We haven't done the blood tests or whatever. The first thing I do is I simply take a step back and look at the two people. I look at Marlon Brando and then I look at Courtney Love and see if there's any resemblance uh, no, there's not. Love does not look anything like Brando. And I looked at Brando's kids. He had a bunch. <laughs> and uh, none of them look like Courtney Love. So we just did that. I just did that. The first thing I did was I did that. And so already one strike against this rumor. All right. So the second thing I did, of course, was research uh, articles... Um, Where this has come up. I did that. I wanted to see. First off. What Courtney Love. And her side of the family. Have said about this. Now. According to Courtney. Her grandmother Paula Fox. Was living in New York City. At the same time. That Marlon Brando first started his acting school career. And so I looked that up, and that's true. Paula Fox, and this is the grandmother of Courtney, lived in New York City. So she was there. Okay, so, all right, that's fine. So that checked out. Wanted to make sure right off the bat, an easy one to check. And check, (laughs) Paula Fox was definitely in New York City in 1943 because she lived there. So where was Marlon Brando in 1943? He started acting school in the fall of that year. So I was like, okay, so far so good. Um, They're both in the city. The, th- the other thing I checked was when the Paula Foxy grandmother okay, had Courtney Love's mother and what her birthday was. Another simple thing to find out. Linda Carroll, Courtney's mom, was born on April 7th, 1944. So, I think to myself, okay, got a date for the birthday. We can kind of figure out when the so-called love fest between the grandmother and Marlon Brando happened. The, you know, the special evening or day. What, or, you know, whatever, morning, whenever it happened. And the conception date would have been around July, August. So, then I go, okay, okay. So we're looking at about around July-August that Marlon and the grandmother got it on. Where's Marlon at this time? He's in uh, Illinois at this time. Marlon didn't start school until the fall of 1943. He was still, and I, I looked this up, did my research. Marlon Brando was working as a... Oh, what was he He was digging ditches. He was doing some manual labor jobs that summer because he dropped out of school. Marlon Brando jumped, uh, jumped, (laughs) he jumped. He really, I think he did jump out of high school. He couldn't wait to get the fuck out of high school. So he jumped and dropped out of high school in 1943. His dad pissed at him, said, well, you dropped out, you're getting a fucking job. And that's what Marlon Brando did this summer. Of 1943. So July, August. He's working in the fields. Somewhere in Illinois. Not banging. (laughs) The grandmother. Of Courtney Love. But. I thought about this. Because I'm going back and forth on Reddit. With someone about this. I looked up some uh, articles on Reddit. Where people having a discussion on this topic. And I pointed out these facts. That Marlon may not have even been in New York yet. So how is it possible? But it, it kind of is. And I'll tell you why. What if Marlon visited the city during that time? Because Marlon had uh, his sister Frances living there at the time. Could he have visited... And then banged the grandmother. Sure. It's possible. (laughs) It's also possible that Marlon in the process of auditioning and entering acting school. Okay. Was in the city before he moved there. Okay. And ran into the grandmother. They had a little thing. And he went back home to get ready to move to New York. Okay, I guess that's possible too. It's possible. Is it likely? No, it's not. And this is why. Because we're going to go into the story of Courtney in her explanation of why she is (laughs) related to Marlon. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into that. Okay, try to follow me on this one. Courtney Love claims that Marlon and her grandmother Paula lived together in the apartment of Stella Adler. Stella Adler was Marlon's acting teacher. And Courtney says that while Marlon and Paula lived together at the apartment, this all happened. And I say, wait a minute. Number one. There is zero evidence that Marlon Brando lived with Paula Fox. And we're going to go ahead a little further into this. If that's her claim that the two lived together, okay, and the conception was either July, August, and I'll even give them September, <laughs> okay. That they live together? Impossible. And this is why. How is this possible? That Marlon Brando. Working the summer in Illinois. Entering acting school. That fall. Could live with Stella Adler yet. He didn't. When he moved to New York that summer. He lived with his sister Frances. In the city. Very close to the school. I think. Um, I think it was said that Marlon Brando only had to walk a few blocks to get to his acting school. And living with Francis was very convenient. He lived with Francis. Francis Brando. And he lived with Francis, I think, for about three months. Marlon then moved in across the street from his sister with his first girlfriend, Celia Webb, in the winter... Of 1943. Not with Paula Fox. Celia Webb. He's not even. Really. uh, I would say that he's not going over to Stella Adler's apartment. Because he probably was. Brando was all over the place. You know. And he was hardly ever home. But he was just. He would crash on couches. You know. um, The fact that. Courtney Love. Is proclaiming that they were roommates with Stella Adler. No. Brando might have been hanging around Stella's apartment. And he was. I know that. But was Paula there? And if she was. It was well into 1944. Not 1943. The conception time. It just doesn't make sense. If Brando had relations with Paula Fox. The Courtney Love story doesn't wash with me. It just doesn't wash. Because she says they lived together, they had sex, and then nine months later, my mother was born. No, that's just simply not true. Brando first lived with his sister, then he lived with Celia Webb, and if by chance he was hanging around Stella Adler's apartment He wasn't living with Paula Fox. He was just hanging around Stella's apartment. And that would have been late 43, early 44. So. Let's sum up. Is it true? What do you think? Is it possible? I guess it's possible. But if I'm going to look at the facts... And follow what Courtney says. It doesn't make sense. If Courtney said. Listen. My grandmother said. She would hang out with Marlon Brando. In New York City. 1943. And they sort of had a fling. For a few weeks. And boom. My mother was born eight months later. Maybe I'd believe that. Well it would hold more water. Courtney trying to stick in little facts... Like they lived together in Stella Adler's apartment... And that's when it happened... She fucked up there... Because if you do research... It's just not possible... Plus... <laughs> Courtney Love is an attention hog... You know it... And I know it... Everybody knows it... She will do anything... To put her name in the paper... And just because your grandmother was in the same city, the most populated city in the world, at the same time as Marlon Brando doesn't make it true. God, I know Brando was kind of a male whore. Okay. But he wasn't banging everybody. (laughs) Or was he? (laughs) That's what also makes it more plausible is the fact that Marlon Brando did sleep around. So you go, boy, it is possible, right? No, dive deeper into it. It just doesn't make sense. And it goes to show you what Courtney Love would do. I mean, I mean that takes a lot of uh, courage to put a story like that out. Now, she claims that her grandmother and her mom believe this. And this is where it gets interesting and kind of messy. Because Courtney proclaims this. Oh, my grandmother told me th- this whole story... And then my mom believes it. She took a blood test. This is what they're saying. They're saying that Courtney's mom took a blood test and it came back that she's related to Brando. What? I want to see this test. Produce the results. I want to see it. Has anybody seen it? I want to hear. If anybody out there has seen this test and confirm it. Okay, you got me. I'm done, right? I'll erase this, this episode gladly and do something else. Hey, I could say that my mom did a blood test and Mel Gibson is my father. Okay? Believe it? Do some research. Mel and my mom were in the same area <laughs> in 1976. So it makes it possible. Get the F out of here. I mean, I could say that. Right? Does it make it true? No. Yeah, <laughs> My mom took a blood test the other day. Guess who I'm related to? Oh, okay. <laughs> you can say it's true, but how do I really know? I mean, is Courtney Love reliable? And I hope I didn't say Courtney Cox a few times because I... For some reason, because her grandmother's last name is Fox, it kind of in my head I'm thinking Courtney Cox, but it's Courtney Love. Is Courtney Love reliable? No, if she was okay, I might bite on this, but she's not. I mean, she, if you do research on love, I mean, it, oh, it's a mess, it's a mess upon mess. Does she do anything to be famous? And she has. And before I go. Just to put a nail. In the coffin of this rumor. I found an article. And god damn me. I don't have the name of the journalist. But there was a well known journalist. That did a story on this. About. And I'm not kidding. About 20 years ago. When this rumor started. It was stomped on back then. There's an article written about this very thing. And the journalist approached Courtney's mom about this. Wanted to get a quote. And Paula, right? No, Linda. Sorry, Linda Carroll, uh, Courtney's mom, said that's ridiculous. It's not true. It's, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what Courtney's saying. It's not true end of quote (laughs) it's not a it's a loose quote but let's put it this way years ago Linda Carroll was approached and denied it so let's just say this Courtney love you're full of shit you're making stuff up to make yourself look more important than you are So rumor squashed. So let's end this episode by saying this. And pretty much the title of my episode. Is Courtney Love the granddaughter of Marlon Brando? No. Thank you for listening to The Actors Room. My name is Jeff Tarowski. Hope you enjoyed the show and kind of hope you followed me there. And it made sense a little bit uh, I hope it did <laughs> And uh, all of you out there That support the show Thank you um, More episodes on the way I have one on the back burner I do And I thought I was going to do it last week It just didn't happen I was sick last week Late, I, Folks, gotta tell you, Those of you who suffer from sinus issues What a year it's been I was so sick I could barely talk I mean I could talk But I just didn't sound good It would have sounded like I was underwater And I can't Give a show like that I'd Be like Ugh. <laughs> i was so sick I thought I had an infection It's not an infection I have allergies It affects my sinuses And then I'm in misery I feel so much better now I feel so much better I feel like a different person When my sinuses aren't bothering me now, mind you, they'll always bother me. There's just levels of bothersome. And uh, a week or two ago, I was at about a nine, and just not good feeling. (laughs) I'd rather think myself. I wasn't in pain. I was very uncomfortable. Pressure. It just it throws everything off. You don't really feel like doing much. You just have to get through the day. And today I'm at like a three. And that's a big difference. I, I feel so much better. And Those of you out there who suffer from headaches and sinus issues, allergies, and so on, I'm sorry. It's been horrible. My um, colleague at work, and she was worse off than me. She lost her voice. I mean, she was nearly falling asleep at work because it, it makes you just want to... Curl up into a little ball with a blanket and hibernate for a few days. It's the only way you feel better is just sleeping. So hang in there, everyone. Uh, Those of you who do live in uh, an area of the world that experiences all the seasons like we do, we're coming on spring. Thank you, God. (laughs) We got some cold days, but we got some nice days. And uh, yeah, I appreciate them. Uh, I do enjoy the cold more than the hot. I don't know about you. I don't like being too warm. I get sick when it's too hot. Uh, I prefer the cold. I do. Uh, When it dips below 20, that's when it gets uncomfortable. But, uh, yeah, I'll take 40s and 50s. Anytime. I know, right? Like you give a shit. I'm just babbling on my show. That's what I do. Some people actually like when I do that. So... There you go. There's the show. Thank you for listening. Courtney Love, give me a call. We'll debate this. Come on, Courtney. Bring it on. I'd love to talk to you. And then we could talk about your dead husband, too. But what happened there? (laughs) By God. I'm in the minority there. I get it. Kurt was depressed, all that stuff. Listen to my Kurt Cobain episodes. They're not very popular. Nobody listens to my Kurt Cobain episode. People are tuning in to hear about movies and actors. I get it. They don't want to hear about Kurt Cobain. I love Kurt. And I know he was troubled. And I just... Maybe I just don't want to see it. That he killed himself that way. That could be it too. Just saddened by it. I still am after all these years. <laughs> Can't let it go, right? I mean, he was a pretty messed up guy. <laughs> he was. and uh, But he made some great music, right? Gosh. I love Nirvana. And uh, uh, I, you know, I'm getting a little tired of their songs because I listen to them so much. So maybe I'll have to step away from Nirvana for a while. Know who I'm into right now. I am babbling. I don't fucking care. Do you know who I'm into right now and can't get enough is Pink Floyd. I can't get enough of Pink F- Floyd. I was never a big fan. I listened to him a bit when I was a teenager. Um, but I looked into Pink Floyd's history. Uh, really respect that band. And I can't get enough of their stuff. I think that they're one of the most talented music groups ever. I, enjoy, I enjoyed every album they put out. Every single one. I think they're brilliant. And their story is just incredible. Look into Pink Floyd and their history. I learned a lot about music. Um, about the band itself. How it started. How it changed after Sid Barrett. Went insane. <laughs> so, was, what, a, what a story. What a story. And then it makes me think to myself. I got to write some screenplays. I get inspired by certain stories. And how the history of a band. And all they went through. And how fascinating it is. For example. You think Pink Floyd right? You think drugs. And, and, and pot smoking. And acid. But that wasn't the case. Pink Floyd was very sober. Except for Sid Barrett. And I was blown away by that. I went, What? Like, there were a couple band members in Pink Floyd that hated to smoke weed, hated it. And I go, Holy shit. <laughs> my mind is completely blown, right? And then last night, my wife and I were listening to music, just talking, you know, having a nice conversation. A Fleetwood Mac song comes on. And we start talking about Fleetwood Mac and, and, uh, and, you know, Lindsay and, You know, Lindsey Buckingham and their history with Fleetwood Mac and what they went through. Fascinating story. And there were certain things that Amy didn't know about it. And she's like, you should write a script about that. That's interesting. And I was like, yeah, but I've written a lot of scripts and nothing happens with my scripts. They just pile up, you know, but it was fun to do. It was fun to do. There was one script that had a chance. One. One. I think. Um, it was called Sour Girl. And that was my only real passion project. Besides my Marlon Brando script. Was Sour Girl. If I sort of got back into that one. And remolded it. Uh, changed a few characters maybe. And really worked on it. Maybe that one. Maybe. Maybe. So if I ever get back into writing. I might do that, but it's so the business is so frustrating because it's so hard to break through, to get somebody to not only be passionate about your project, but just to know the right people to get it into the right hands. Good luck. And even then, when you get it into the right hands, you also have to deal with other issues. People above them, producers and ri- other writers, and bullshit. And even getting that far, it crumbles. That's what happened to me. <laughs> all right. And, and then after that, you know, after you, you just were like, there was a point. I could be spending my time doing more productive things, like painting my house. <laughs> That's more productive than sitting down, writing all these pages, and just. You know, being crushed. At least I can paint my house, stand back, look at it, and go, wow, good job. I'm rewarded. Like I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Pages sitting in my desk, collecting dust. Uh, Wow. But I guess I changed in certain ways when I'm doing these things. I'm experiencing art, I guess. I'm changing and evolving, but am I really making a difference? No. (laughs) I'm wasting people's time. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) I know. Thank you if you're still listening. I guess I had to get a few things off my chest. This is the actor's room. We talked more about Pink Floyd than we did about Courtney Love and Marlon Brando. I mean, they don't even look alike, folks. Look at them. They look nothing alike. If she looked like bit, you're like, oh my God, maybe, you know, Brando (laughs) and the grandmother got it on, you know, July of 43, like Brando came into town, you know, had some interesting evenings with some lovely ladies and went back to Illinois, (laughs) got himself all warmed up for his conquest of New York City, but they look nothing alike. Whatever. I would love to hear what others think about this. Do your own research on it. Where was Marlon Brando during the conception period? He was in Illinois. (laughs) He was digging ditches in Illinois. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a good one.